Welcome back to my dad's podcast, season two, My Blackest Challenge National. Follow him on Twitter or Instagram. Hope you enjoy the show. Bye! to my black is transnational and on this episode this is our pillow talk episode um for those who are longtime listeners i know you all have been kind of waiting for this i know you all kind of enjoy it um for those who are first-time listeners uh the pillow talk conversation is one that i tend to have with my wife dr wanda who's on the show say hello you sound like you're questioning my uh wife dr yeah. wanda yeah. hello everyone sometimes i don't know um, but, uh, but yeah, so, you know, this is a time where we just, we just kind of chat, we talk, um, we get into, you know, conversations that we share sometimes off, off air and on air, we kind of bring you in to our lives and some of the things that is going on with us and, and how we relate her being African American and me being Nigerian, um, American transnational, um, and, it's how it inter- intersects and, and, and we interact with our culture sometimes. Why you say I'm transnational? You you ain't officially claim it out there until now. Oh. Every time I ask you, be like, I don't know. I don't, uh, like episode like five of the first season. Well, I'm not sure yet because um, I still want to learn a little bit more. Now that you got a baby, you all of a sudden you want to claim this transnational stuff. Um, but anyway, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, but before we get into it, if this is your first time listening, you can always follow the show at Black Transnational Podcast. You can check out our website at blacktransnational.wixsite.com slash podcast if you want to get some more info about the show overall. But this podcast is available on all your favorite podcast listening platforms, so please make sure to subscribe if you like what you hear. And we want you to also rate and review the show as well. So, okay, now that I've put that out there, I want to go to talking about the exciting news that we have to share, which I'm sure some of you all have heard already many times in various episodes of this show. We are expecting our second child. And it's a boy. (laughs) And, you know, we have an addition to the family that we are just like so geeked about. I know I'm geeked about it. Um, and, and just what's to come and just all the things that we need to do and to prepare for spring 2020 when my man's is supposed to be here and, uh, it's going to be lit, you know? Um, but, but how are you feeling about it despite everything else? Despite Now that you are a new transnational. (laughs) Talk to us. I'm excited. Um, I'm looking forward to him being out in the world and not in my body. Um, 24 weeks now, so. Kind of getting to that point where things are starting to be a little bit more uncomfortable. Belly's a little bigger than the rest of my body. I might tip over at any moment. You're starting to waddle. What? No, I'm not. Waddle. I might. I'm out of breath now. So, you know, what can I say? It's just kind of being a vessel until the end at this point. But I'm excited. I'm excited. 
I'm excited too. Um, despite everything, as far as um, I shouldn't let's just say despite everything, but in regards to everything else that was already mentioned, I'm excited to just kind of watch this process of you giving birth. Oh to, God, no! Well, not the actual giving birth process, but the but the growing of the baby in you. Like I remember when you didn't look like you had a baby. I remember when you were. You remember when we found out you were running two miles? Yeah, I remember when we found out. Tell you, me about it. You called me and you and I told I you. I called you. I was at the studio. What? Oh, that's Usher. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, no, I mean we were in the kitchen and you was like, was "Kitchen? It? Yeah, we were in the kitchen over there by the bar. You mean dining room? No, we was in. We were by the bar. We were standing okay, up. Okay, tell me the story. We were okay. standing up by the bar that's next to the kitchen, in between the dining room, whatever space you were standing on. But you told me that you weren't sure about your period being there and you went to go get some uh birth control and then you i mean not birth, birth control, control? Jesus. you took bir- a pregnancy test pregnancy oh my test. goodness pregnancy test pregnancy test i'm sorry you took the pregnancy test and then you went to the bathroom came back downstairs and you was like yo like it's positive i think it was like two stripes and i was like what happened bro and then you said you're gonna do it again you take another test and it was positive and then you started calling everybody, but we weren't sure initially. Calling everybody, yeah, I we, we called one your, person. But anyway, so that was just a, that's just a summarized. Um, Yours was your summary is not as good as mine. Well, give me your summary. Then. So basically, let me tell you, it was a Sunday morning. We didn't go to church. We were busy fixing on our house, and we had bought these new fake wood blinds for the dining room. I was in the process of putting each blind up, and I was on like the second blind. And I sat there as I was putting it up, and I said, I was supposed to come on my period yesterday, and it hit me. I've never missed a period a day in my life except when I'm pregnant. And I said, oh, I'm pregnant. So you were there in the dining room sitting down, you know, not doing no work because you don't know how to put up blinds. But I was like, well, I said, babe, I was supposed to come on yesterday. I got a pregnancy test in there that I'm about to go take. And then your story becomes accurate. So let me make an amendment and just mention that I did put up one blind. At the end, after I already found out that I was pregnant. Because, all right. Well, I just wanted to By put that By then, I there. think it was more of a sympathy because you were like, oh, she's pregnant. Let me put up this blind. I can't either <laughs> confirm nor deny that. And I'm not going to. But, um, uh, yeah. So, I mean, either way, you know, I was excited. And I think we wanted to first let it sink in. And I think... Over the summer and everything, it started to really sink in that, okay, this is really happening. This baby is on the way. And we really started to prep ourselves and the family members for it. Who prepping? We were letting Who people we know. Oh. Calling people, letting them know, hey, look. Okay. Our close family and friends, you know, letting them know what's up. Okay. And then, you know, we had our gender reveal because we didn't know what it was. Went to the doctor and all that. Had the doctor, you know, take the, the test and then send the results to... The baker. Oh, they sent, they no, sent, no, no, no. They no, sent no. It to you you. are messing up. Hold on. They sent it to you. You no, sent it to Nikki. It they, they gave it to you. They gave you the test. Didn't they give you the test? No. no. You're they messing gave, it up. They gave you the results. No. Nobody gave me results. What test? So You took, you took the test. What are you talking about, Wanda? You, okay. You took the test. What right? test? You took the little 21 test thing that we went to at the doctor that, again, that uh-huh. ended up revealing the gender of the baby. Uh-huh. The results were put in there, but you didn't want to know about it. Uh-huh. So you took the envelope and you sent it to Nikki. Nikki gave it to the baker. Okay. Am I tweaking? So, I just don't like the way you work. Go, get out of here. So, basically, 
The doctor knew the gender, called me and said, do you want to know the gender? I said, no, I don't. I'll find out when we get there. We went to the next doctor's appointment. I had a nice little envelope and a card, and I gave it to the nurse. The nurse wrote down whether or not the baby is a boy or a girl and sealed up the envelope. Why do you keep hitting the bed? I'm just saying mm-hmm. it is important that you explain that the envelope was written by the nurse. Nobody ever saw it. It was sealed up. Then I took it and put it in an additional envelope, wrote my sister's name and address on it, and sent it to her so she could take it sealed up, give it to the baker at Publix, and they make cupcakes. So nobody, nobody knew the gender. And the cupcakes were all vanilla, vanilla cake, white frosting, and on the inside it was a ploop of buttercream, which is either pink or blue. So nobody knew but the baker, and the baker didn't give her a receipt or anything so she never knew what it was. Why are you giving them the entire long re- version? I'm trying to give them because. the Sparks Notes. I'm giving them the Sparks Notes version, and you giving them the entire book, bro. Like, can so basically, we had like a little mini um, party for my father for his birth birthday. We all went to Disney World, mm-hmm. and we rented this Airbnb. And so at the Airbnb, me, you, our daughter, we all sat at the bar. We each had one cupcake, and at the same time, we bit in the cupcake, and we got to see what color buttercream was on the inside. Alicia was the first one to notice, and she, it's a boy! And then I found out, it's a boy! And then Kalechi was the last one to be like, oh, it's a boy. First of And then we just jumped up, and we were excited. I was excited. And, and, if you don't, and if you don't believe, because I think she's being a little bit dramatic as far as our reactions. What? You can check it out on my page on Instagram at, at Black Transnational underscore. You can check it out and look at it on, you know, for yourselves. Okay. Oh, girl, I was jumping like crazy. I had a bad headache afterwards because that probably wasn't right. But it was very exciting. So why was it so exciting for us? Why did we have to make this such a big, a big thing? Uh, especially when it was a boy. Can you tell them people why? Because you've already told them everything in great detail. So go ahead. Well, first of all, so Kalechi's family, this would be their first grandchild. Okay, And I don't know about Nigerian culture, but I think I know a little bit in that boys matter more than girls. Are you looking for my correct trans- me if are you I'm looking wrong. for my transnational approval or something? Uh, I'm just saying I don't know much, but I think boys matter more than girls when it comes to Nigerian culture. I wouldn't necessarily say. I think there's there's a little bit of a preference, but I wouldn't say they matter more. Okay, all right. But in my family, this will be the first boy grandchild on both my mom and my dad's side. So my sister has kids. We have a daughter. There are no boys. My dad didn't have any boys. So it's just like, wow, when are we going to get a boy? I think he had given up hope. Because we also took a video of what everybody expected or thought the baby was going to be before the gender reveal. And um, I think my dad said he thought it was going to be a girl. I think he was just like, it's going to be a girl. No, he said a boy. He said a boy? He said a boy. He said a boy. He said this was it. Well, let me. when I took that video, it was right before we did the gender reveal. And everybody switched to a boy because I said a boy. But if you had asked people early in the pregnancy, they was all... Well, you know it's a girl. You know it's a girl. So. I said, uh, I said a boy, but I was really just wanting a healthy, a healthy baby. Well, but then, but then also to kind of add to that, as far as your side and, and it being the first grandchild, it is definitely the first grandchild, especially for my dad and the real like Igbo side of my life, which is really like they're really structured with the whole dynasty thing. Where men only matter. Well, that I wouldn't say all that either at this day and age, but 
very more paternalistic than necessary. I will say that. But anyway, it being the first grandson and the first great grandchild of my grandpa, rest his soul, because the other one that was um, our other, my niece that was born from my cousin, um, who was my dad's younger, immediate younger sister, auntie, um, her daughter just had a child, and I think that would be the official first grandchild. But it's a girl. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's the problem there. And and also because my auntie married someone that's out of the family. It's not eBay Lambert's. Oh, yeah, because she's a woman. So, right. again, women don't matter. No one's saying that. It's just a last name thing. right? So this is the first grandchild that would be eBay Lambert's. So that's the only difference there. I think if we were to put all them kids together, that child would have to still respect his elder his elder cousin, but and they would still give that cousin first rights for everything, but I think just as far as the type of property rights? I think just I think just a concept of keeping a name. Keeping a name eBay Lambert's is I think the big thing. Because that baby's not gonna have eBay Lambert's. Okay. Right? Like, um my cousin's baby's not gonna have eBay Lambert's. It's gonna be this child that'll have eBay Lambert's as the last name, and that's the first grandchild from my dad and his sixteen other siblings that will have okay. eBay Lambert's. So that's the thing, actually. Okay. That's interesting. But yeah, um, naturally, I may be missing a couple other nieces and nephews, but I gotta go back in. It's so deep. I may be missing. As something. in people that's got grandkids or great grandkids. You know, because I'm thinking about okay. So the, what, what I'm what, what I'm saying that is because you know you know for those who don't know, I'll break it down really quickly. So my grandpa had two wives, right? And so my my his first wife is my grandmother, blood, and she had twelve kids, and then my grandpa's second wife had five more other kids. But for my second my my grandpa's second wife, her kids have kids. And I think there's a boy in there. I think okay. my, uncle, my uncle Nandi has a boy. So that boy is eBay Lambert's. Yes. So then you're not the first. But, Your but son the f- will not be the only the first. But the there. first from the first wife. So how does that make any? Does that make him better than? No, the other no, I don't, I don't. So that's why I said I had to go back and look at it and revisit it because it may not be the first, but it's like. Unless they really separate us about first wife, and it'd be my grandma's first grandson that's eBay Lambert. Okay, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's it. So yeah, it is, I don't think there's. I, I think I I will be missing. I'd be misinformed if I or even wrong if I said he was the first full eBay Lambert's boy. I don't think that's the case. That's not true. So I take that back. Okay. All right, but because I just thought about how deep the family was going back there. Anyway, just nice history lesson about me. I just put it out there, but. Moving forward, it is definitely first boy for you, first grandchild for your dad and your mom. That's a grandson, and because Alicia is still here, and I think we're excited for just not being able to do hair anymore. Oh God! Oh, I don't know what I would do if this was another girl. I'm so tired of doing hair, and you know, I'm not one of those mothers that don't mind my kids. You know, looking a mess. I mean, 
Not to say that some mothers don't care if their child look a mess, but they just be like, oh, two little puffs. It ain't got to be neat. It could be whatever. I be kind of wanting my child's hair to be neat. So then it takes me at least two, three hours to do their hair. And then if they like Alicia, they tender-headed, so then they screaming the whole time you washing it. So I'm just happy to not have to do with hair. I'm happy to not have to potty train. I'm happy to not have to have him following me to the bathroom, interrupting me while I'm trying to take a dump. Like, these are the things that excite me. Should we edit that out? No, nah, we're not going to edit that out. Just put you out there like that. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but it's true. I mean, all those things are... Uh, um, I guess the funny thing is that I'm kind of looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to all of that. I'm looking forward to being able to... Uh, Go buy, you know, our first pair of Tims, matching oh Tims. Um, I'm not really big on J's. I don't wear Jordans like that, but I wear Nikes and, and brand name shoes sometimes. So Adidas and Reeboks and all those shoes. You know, we're going to go get some Tims, going to get into our New Yorker swag and, you know, go to the game and play baseball. He doesn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. As far okay. as who his team will be, it's the White well, Sox. I am planning to do my job, and then once this baby comes out, he is all yours. I breastfeed, but you take him to the bathroom with you. You make him watch the games with you. Yep. Do everything for this kid. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Y'all leave us. Just leave us alone. Mm-hmm. We're going to be fine. We're going to be all right. Um, I, I, But, you know, who knows? I, I got all these thoughts and dreams and ideas of, what he's going to be and and she, he may not even he may not even claim these pronouns nowadays you know oh my so God, i mean i'm just saying he may not we don't know what's gonna happen and i shouldn't spend too much time projecting but in the meantime while we still have these opportunities to hope wish and dream i mean i'm very excited to be able to get him into sports we better have somebody to watch the game with i mean i think alicia gets into softball and baseball a little bit um, but I think that's not necessarily where her heart is right now. She's very more into the arts. She's very much into being a creative and things of that nature. I love sports. I love talking about it and things of that, you know, that like. But I hope that he takes after me a little bit in his interest for sports and his interest for all the things that I enjoy so that I can have someone to kind of share that with. It'd be really nice. But if not, I'm still going to love him regardless. It's just, I just can't take one more day of, you know, Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> I, I mean, I love the Powerpuff Girls growing up as a shorty, but I can't take one more day of singing Lizzo. Like, <laughs> you know, like. No. So, so I don't know. I love Lizzo. I just, you know, so yeah, I, um, I, I, I'm just looking forward to all those things and. And uh, and being able to in, in, incorporate him and in, introduce him to this village, you know, and that's another thing that I'm so excited about. And I know I've told some of my friends off the air and just when I have personal conversations with people is that I want him to just experience the love of being part of a village. And, you know, the village in this in this case is physical, but it can also be a virtual village, just the connections and the group of people that we've met in our lives that we've built you know relationships long-lasting relationships with um and and the and just there being being there for him you know i've been saying for a while the auntie gang is real the uncle gang is real you know um and being able to see 
all the love that the people are going to give this boy is something that I just, um, that it's, it excites me because, you know, the whole, the whole it takes a village to raise a child thing is not what it used to be, but it still exists because I think he'll be able to have people who look out for him, educate him, put him on to stuff. He may be able to relate to him even deeper than we can sometimes. And, uh, have somebody that can babysit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just, and then just he got a sister that's gonna love him. So I mean, it's just it's amazing to be able to see all this. Um, it's amazing to be able to see, like I mentioned earlier, just see you go through this process of growing the child and um, wanting to, you know, being excited about it and being happy about it for the most part, you know, despite everything that it does to discomfort your body. Um, but the process of you knowing that you're about to have a son that's going to know you because of the voice or whatever you talk about and skin to skin and all that stuff you be talking about. But I think it's a beautiful thing and it's, it's a, it's a blessing. Um, and I'm honored to be able to be here to kind of see this through or at least be here with you to see this through and all these sympathy, sympathy, uh, what do they call that? Sympathy symptoms. No, your weight gain and your eating. And yo, all first that. of all, yo, this is, this is a real thing, people. For those who are listening, I want y'all to understand that if you haven't been through this process or you intend to go in this process of, of um, you know, choosing to have a baby and choice matters, it's important to say women choose to have the baby, make sure they choose to have the baby. Amen. Um, as a partner, as a husband, as a baby daddy, I always aspire to be a baby daddy. But anyway, um, but <laughs> your daddy won't you? <laughs> uh, it's important to understand that these sympathy symptoms are real. The weight gain is is real. I worked a whole year to lose weight, and then I'm getting it right back because just it it's just you just get into the eating, you get into just being sedentary and just doing certain things. And and for me, I have no problem with it. I I want to be able to have something for us to do together as a couple. I think we'll be able to work it out together. Um, but I also think it's not fair if we're to leave you by yourself and not be in this with you step for step, maybe not pound for pound, but definitely step for step. I would want to walk with you in this journey I'm uh, to be able to, you said you're down with it. Or you're done with it. I'm down with it. I appreciate it because I'm big as a house. And I feel like it's unfair for me to go through this process and have a baby and then come out on the other end with a saggy, flabby stomach. And she legit told me that I could. She legit told me I couldn't work out. And you still got a six pack. Like that to me is just unfair. You know, but I do think the woman's body goes through so much throughout the course of this process and just throughout the course of pre and post pregnancy that to kind of regain that without having that support. Never, never, never mind a C-section. Yeah, right? It's it's so much that y'all go through to produce this life that I think the least that we can do is try to at least be here with you and, and not make you, not create that much of a disparity where it feels like, man. I'm <laughs> like fat I'm, and he I'm the only one that's not nice. in this house. Yeah, no, that's not, I don't think that's right. And, uh, you know, I, and to me, I'm not going to complain if I got to eat a couple honey buns because that's my destiny anyway. I think <laughs> it was meant for me to eat an iced honey bun and these cream sodas and uh, these calzones from Doopy Dough and, you know, so I'm about it. Um, but okay, enough about that. I, I think also, let me add, 
What are some of the concerns you have as far as this baby and bringing him to the world? Do you have any concerns, any fears, anything like that? I mean, first off the bat, this is a black boy, a black male in the U.S. So all the anxiety and issues that come with that come with this, and I think about it. Um, you know, you think about all the little boys that got shot and weren't doing anything. <clears throat> so I try not to dwell on those things, but I do know what the future holds, and I think about the political climate, I think about the white nationalists, and just like, hey, not only are we black, but this is a black male, so that, you know, it's a little bit of hesitancy and fear, but then I recognize that you're a black male, other people have raised black males, and um, there's a big community support system around us, so he'll be okay, it's just one of those things that I think about, because I never thought about it when um, Alicia was here, or Alicia was a baby. Because I was just like, well, she's a black woman. You know, she's going to have stress. She's going to have issues. She's going to have these problems. But I never really thought about her getting shot and killed for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I mean, it's. It, I agree. I mean, it's also, uh, this, in, in addition to all the excitement I have, and I do have these moments where I do start to think about everything that you just mentioned. And I'm like, damn, how do I shield him from this? How do I protect mm-hmm. him from this? How do we build him and 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 not protect but just continue to provide for him the knowledge and the wisdom that is necessary to to stay safe mm-hmm. to be aware not just book smarts but street smarts and um, you know, some you know the culture and all the things that I talk about on this podcast related to our cultural differences and you know like the mannerisms I mean all those things are cool and it's and it's cool to have all that comp- the competency and proficiency and all that, but it doesn't protect you from getting shot. It doesn't protect you from the discrimination and the, and the stereotypes that people have about you. It doesn't. It doesn't protect you from walking down the street and some a cop pulling up on you because you fit a description. You know, and, and, and what if we're not there one day? You know, so like those things bother me too. Um, and I don't know what to do about it except for pray and and it continue to reinforce my faith in God and, 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 and the universe and everyone that's around to know that good things will happen. And that's what we can only do our best um, and try to impact our environment in addition to impacting our immediate family. Um, but we thank God for this blessing. We don't take it for granted. Don't take you for granted or the rest of, you know, what we have for granted because you never know, you know. Um, But what else would you, what else is on your mind? Hmm, I'm just excited. I'm waiting on maternity. I can't wait to have three whole months just alone, solo with the baby. I feel like that's going to be great bonding time. Great time to solidify breastfeeding, which wasn't all that great when Alicia was a baby. So I'm excited. Well, I mean, I think, you know, we just wanted to take a couple moments to to share with you all. I know we haven't done these pillow talks in a while since we started season two. And obviously for for good reason with pregnancy and play and because I'm tired. I come home every day after work and go to sleep. Exactly. And then I wake up and I go back to work. So, I mean, right now we're going through this routine phase and just we have to use our time to to cook the baby up. And that spends a lot of time, that means a lot of time sleeping and resting and all that. 
but I appreciate you taking this time, this this time of the day to to actually sit up and waddle yourself over here and be able to lay in this bed and have this conversation. Um, I, I I know that this was um, this was something that we talked about as far as expanding our family and I and I'm excited to be able to to actually have it happen. You know, you dreamed about this before and to actually see it playing out is a, is a good thing. Yeah. And, uh, I just continue to pray for a healthy baby. Um, for those of y'all who are listening and their family and friends, uh, you know, baby shower is coming up. We're excited to have the baby shower. Uh, we're excited to see you at the baby shower and celebrate. Um, thank you all for the love and support. Uh, and just for for everything as far as um, you just showing your commitment and willingness to be here as we are continuing to add to our family and grow our village. So, um, yeah, I I don't have anything else I have to add. I think um, this is not going to be the longest of episodes. Yeah. But I just want to say thank you. Thank you to all the support, all the love. Thank you for allowing me to have a space to express myself while we're going through this process. Well, so that's going to do it for this episode of My Black is Transnational. Um, if you like these pillow talks, and there'll be more to come, maybe not as much as last season, but there'll be more to come And as we continue to involve you in some parts of our journey uh, as a family and different discussions that emerge from it. If you like what you hear, you can follow the podcast at Black Transnational underscore on Instagram. Uh, that's my page and then you can follow the actual podcast page at black transnational podcast on instagram on twitter we're at at mb transnational or you could just check out our website if you want to know more about it if you want to be on the show you want to just know who the guests are and connect with them you can check out the website at black slash podcast click the link in the bio on my page at black transnational underscore if you feel lazy enough to not type it in on your own but with that being said thank you again my name is dr kalechi bay lambert my black is transnational and i hope by the end of this it's me too peace